Love where you live. We are Radio Newark. Blinding lights there from the weekend. As I said, quite appropriate because we are here at the weekend with girls around town on Radio Newark, and of course with <coughs> June Rollins in the chair. Uh, also in the studio with me now, my two guests of the day. One of them you'll know really well because she's been in and out for various different reasons over the last few months or last week year and a half maybe probably um and one of them is a new face and a new voice to radio newark and you'll be finding out all about them and why they're here as we go through this hour of the show so let's start with an old friend old in inverted <laughs> commas of course i'm not being rude here janice holmes janice has been as i say on the show a few times janice good morning morning june how well, are you today I'm good thank you lovely to see you again um how are you I'm good. Really excited about being here again. So thank you very much for inviting me. Plenty to tell us, I know. Oh, loads, yes. Loads. <laughs> now, I am sure there are very few people out there listening who don't know who you are and what you do. Um, hopefully some of them at least will have seen the post on the Girls Around Town website mentioning a little bit about that. But just in case there are one or two people who've missed either previous shows, who've missed um, all the social media stuff or who haven't bought their bras in the right place oh dear june don't get me started <laughs> um, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself well i'm janice holmes um founder of janice rose lingerie i have worked for marks and spencers for almost 35 years from the age of 19 so i'm giving my age away unfortunately <laughs> hey everybody's no, I'm all, not the, all the mental arithmetic know, going on there um and i got made redundant when newark marks and spencers closed last april so nearly a year ago yes it is isn't it yes, yes. it is yeah so You'd already got some plans anyway, hadn't I you? I had, I had, uh, yes. Tell us what those plans were. Um, working for a major retailer for a number of years, I understood that there was an awful lot of ladies that wasn't able to get out to get their underwear and be measured. So being a bra fitter for nearly 20 years now, um, I was very, very passionate about making underwear accessible for everybody. So I started uh, going out to care homes, retirement homes, buying um, some selected underwear that I'd handpicked myself, knowing what styles are best for people. Um, and it all started from there, June. <laughs> Bras indeed. in my conservatory. <laughs> and one of your if, if it might have been the first time you came in to talk about that you actually did a bit of on the spot bra fitting didn't yes, you because did you had me you. taking my top on and off <laughs> I throughout did the show <laughs> did you know that eight out of ten ladies wear the wrong size bra this is possibly because they've never ever been measured in their life because sometimes people are quite shy um, or they have been measured and they still buy the same style and size of bra that they have done for years. But we all change shape. Absolutely, yes. yes we yes. do. Go we a bit do. sort of... Um, <laughs> everything drops a bit, doesn't and well, it? Well, <laughs> that is one very, very important thing because if you don't support your breast ladies when they start going south you'll never get them back <laughs> up again so always get a really good supportive bra 
<laughs> right, now we're going to be talking to Janice in a lot more detail and also to Leslie as well on the same subject about that trip to Gambia last November. But before we do, we are going to find out very, very quickly a little bit about Leslie. Leslie, good morning. Good morning, June. Thank you very much for coming in. Yes, thank you for inviting you me. You said it's your first time in a radio station, it I think. It certainly is, yes. So yes. tell us a little bit about yourself. Where um, are you from? What's your background? Well, um, I'm originally from uh, West Yorkshire, Dewsbury. Uh, I caught a bit of a, an accent when we were talking yes. outside before, so there's a little bit of it still yes. there. Mm. Yes, there is, yes. I, th- I think you never lose your accent, no. do you? <laughs> you know, um, but uh, I've been here about 35 years. Um, I've worked at Marks & Spencer's for 24 years, and that's how I got to know Janice. Um, we've been friends ever since. And uh, I suppose that's how I've got involved with the bras as well. Um, a lot of people will know me from working other places in Newark. Um, me included. Are you included? Yes, yes. yes. I yes. should say that this morning I have done my duty and I am wearing not only a bra from Janice Rose Lingerie, but also an item of clothing that I bought when I was shopping in town and Leslie was the salesperson concerned. So <laughs> I thought I'd better go for it this morning. <laughs> and she looks brilliant it looks absolutely fabulous thank you very much indeed (laughs) right we're going to have a bit of music and then we are going to get into the gambia story next i think um and what kind of appropriately the next piece of music is called cherish you're listening to the girls around town here on radio note with me june rollins also in the studio with me my guests for today janice holmes and leslie rhodes hi. um hi again hi. ladies <laughs> as i said earlier just a quick reminder for anybody who has tuned in expecting to hear vanessa talking to us about crystals in the second hour of the show unfortunately vanessa has had to postpone her visit but we will be getting her back uh, or we will be getting her in i should say at a later date so we are going to be talking um maybe a little bit longer than we initially thought to janice and leslie and i do have a couple of other things to talk to you about before the show finishes at 12 noon this morning or is it morning or afternoon do you count count 12 o'clock this afternoon i don't i don't know right anyway let's get on we are talking to janice and leslie about mainly about bras and in particular on this uh, show we're talking about something that we first mentioned mm, nine months ago janice oh. came in nine months ago and she told us a bit of a secret I did. she did indeed tell I us did. what that secret was at the time janice the news was broken on your radio well, station what do you June? expect um it all started with a little idea i had <laughs> They, they, they can be they can be ideas. dangerous those little ideas can't they, they or they can. can be awesome yeah. and this one was a bit awesome yes it a bit was. more awesome than you expected even I, I can't tell you how how honored i was and i was lost for words how i don't believe spread. that i don't believe that you're never lost for words I, janice <laughs> i was i was i can tell you dma so yeah from being in here talking about my idea to see it launch, see it through, to actually go and the difference we've made um, was just truly amazing. Now, as I recall, the idea was to get a few bras. 
yeah. donated and take them over to Gambia. Yeah. A few bras from ladies in Newark yes. and nearby. Yeah. And yes, that started, including um, several of my friends. I mean, I think I provided via my friends quite a few anyway. A few, by the time you came back a couple of months later, a few had gone up to... 8,000. Yes. And then by the time you actually <laughs> filled up the container, you kind of nearly needed another one, didn't you? Well, it's it completely blew any expectations of the amount of bras that I was I was sent honestly, June. I thought in the first instance that if I could have had um a 2 or 300 bras to take out on my trip, that would have made a enormous difference but as the word spread uh yeah i started getting bras sent from australia canada um i had emails from texas in america they came from all over i just could not believe it. every day there was a parcel arriving <laughs> now uh, there were a lot of pick up points or, or drop off points rather i should say in and around newark weren't there and they were well, arriving yeah. um some of the care homes that you were involved in i know at least one of them oh, yes. had a pick up yes there yes. didn't they um in the nottingham area i think so lots of places where people could just drop them off and <clears throat> drop them off they did um and having seen a lot of them i mean many of them were brand new weren't they again i i was speechless because all I said in the first instance was, we all know as ladies, um, we buy bras and sometimes we buy them on, you know, on the spur of the moment where we like the colour, the style. We try it on quickly and think when we get it home, oh, I might lose a bit of weight or oh, that will fit me. I'll just need to, oh, oh yeah, I'll lose a bit of weight and I'll be able to wear that. We've all done it. But how many bras do people have in their drawers and they don't wear them? Well, a good 10,000 by the sound of things. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so all these bras started arriving and they now did. this is where people like Leslie got involved mm -hmm. because um, there were regular posts on social media about all the ladies getting together because they needed to be sorted so leslie this was where you and some of janice's other friends stepped up so tell me a little bit about the sorting process well we we started originally in janice's garden one sun one sunday morning and um in the lovely sunshine with all these bags of bras sorting them out into sizes uh, we had a lot of fun doing it and then more and more bras came in, so we had to have another sort out. And it was just incredible, the response that we got from everybody in and around Newark, and as you said, far and wide. It was just incredible. And everybody got in on it as well. Everybody was enthusiastic. They were sparing us all along. It was just fabulous. Mm, it was, it yeah. was great, yeah. So at this stage, it was a question of sizing the bras and putting them into packaging, uh, plus uh, carrier bags, whatever, in different sizes, yeah? Yes, we sorted them all out into sizes, into uh, bra sizes, cup sizes, so that we knew when we got there, when we sorted out, we just needed to take the bag out. We knew exactly what we'd got, because we're, again, we, knew, we didn't know what we were going to face when we got there. So it, it did help us uh, when we got there. So yes, it was sorted out into sizes. Now, the, the charity that you were working with, Janice, yes. and, and again, we had 
Sylvia, isn't it? We had Sylvia on the show one time. So, um, a locally based charity. Um, yes, uh, just right. tell us a little bit about them. Well, again, it was through a colleague I worked with um, at MS, and she was involved with this charity. And about it was about seven years ago. Um, she asked about, you know, did I want to go? Um, and I would love to have gone, but at that point, it, I, I wasn't able to afford it just to go out and see the work that New Life Children's Charity does. Newark-based charity, um, they have a charity shop just in the arcade um, and all the money that goes through that charity shop after they've paid the bills for the rent goes to the Gambia and being out there now and actually seeing the work that they've done i'm truly inspired by the founders and and it's not just things like bras is it i mean they they, they have a school and they have medical um help for yes. the, the, the people living out there and in fact when sylvia came in we discovered that a lot of the furniture in one of the um classrooms or school areas came from the very school that we are sitting in at yes. this moment Sylvia here was a Newark. teacher here yes, yes. so very very ago. small world even you know from newark to gambia um, so the idea was to put a few bras into yeah. a container that was already booked to go out yes, to gambia um, and squeeze them into little gaps around the bigger things yes when was the point when you thought we might need another container <laughs> well i think it was nearly about the end date that um i said i needed to have any bras that were donated by the end of july yes that's right yeah. um and i began to take the bags of bras to the charity's head office in newark uh, the everyday champion center and as Sylvia and her husband Ken saw these <laughs> bags of bras going in, um, I could see the look on their face thinking, it's them, there's more, and there's more. Janice is bringing more bras in. <laughs> and it, the look on their faces was like, oh, we are going to get all these in the container. <laughs> but yes, we did. <laughs> so there was a big effort getting everything categorized and ready and yes. eventually you managed to find enough room in the container they were squeezed in <laughs> i can assure you that was, that's one good thing about <laughs> bras they do so you can squidge them into yes. little spaces and things can't you yes. and the container left for gambia it july was, august it was um august early august and it arrived at the beginning of november when our trip was uh, the end of November, 25th of November to the 2nd of December. Now, it wasn't just the two of you and also, obviously, people like Sylvia from the charity. There, there, there was quite a mob of you went out in the end, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, I, I wanted to take my children, Victoria and Tom, um, with me. I thought it would be an exciting adventure for them to see how everybody lives. Um, and, yeah, the word... The word started spreading. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's where Leslie heard me initially on your radio station, June. Yes, it was. Yes. On the Sunday morning. I decided to listen to see what Janice was gonna come up what Janice was gonna come up with this time. Because you know what she's like, she's full of surprises. And um I sat and I listened to Janice and I got some inspiration 
for what you know I was hearing um, having been a bra fitter myself um, when I worked at Marks and Spencer's um, it is important that you know we get good fitting bras as Janice has said and these ladies out there don't have any underwear whatsoever and it struck me that because they don't have underwear and they they um, they don't have any respect. Men don't have any respect for them. They are very, very vulnerable. Yes, aren't they? they yes. are. Yes, they are. And uh, you know, they are open to to sexual abuse. And I, you know, I found that totally horrific, really. And that's when I began to think about it. And I thought, well, you know, we put our underwear on every day and don't even think about yeah. it. Mm. We don't give it a minute's thought. And these, you know, poor ladies don't have any. And going out there and seeing it for ourselves as well. It's quite distressing, really. And so I got to thinking to myself, I'd like to help these ladies. And uh, so that's what I did. You know, I text Janice before she'd even got out of the studio. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I want she to did. do this. You know, I thought, I've got some experience. I've got a skill. I could, you know, help and help Janice. And so that's really how I got involved with and, it. And also an experience of a lifetime. Well, just, it, just going to Gambia, regardless of the reason you went, I mean, I, I, I would guess that under normal circumstances neither of you would have planned a holiday there oh, to see no, you know to go to no, africa no, so no take leaving aside the real reason for going and the major major benefits an amazing opportunity just to go anyway oh it was just amazing it was just totally totally amazing it's life-changing really it makes you realize what you've actually got at home you know, yes, yes, um, make, yes. Make sure yeah, you it was appreciate a wonderful, things. Wonderful yeah, experience. yeah. To every- share with the, the people, the Gambian people themselves are so friendly, and they have nothing, but they have the biggest smiles. Just the biggest smiles. They're just wonderful people. Yeah. Right, we're going to have a little bit more music, and then we will um, find out um, how it all went when you actually got over there. Some of the things you did, because I think from from watching you on um, your um, trip on Facebook and other social media, you did manage to get a bit of time to enjoy the area as well, but mostly. You were busy with those tape measures, weren't you? Tape measures at the red eye. So we're going to find out all about that in just a few moments. But before we do that, we are going to... Who, who have we got coming up next? Let's have a look. Um, oh, Tom Walker. I do like Tom Walker. We're going to hear from him next. So you're listening to the girls around town here on Radio New York with me, June Rollins, in the chair. And my two guests for the weekend... Uh, Leslie Rhodes and Janice Holmes. We've gone through the background of the trip to Gambia, so now we're about to get on the plane. Right, yes. so you fly out to Gambia at the end of November. You're there for, was it 10 days, something no, like that? No, it was only a week. Uh, for a week. Um, it was put back a couple of days because we did originally book with Thompson. Oh, yes, of course I remember. Thompson. Yes, yes. Thomas, Thomas Cook. Thomas Cook. Thomas Cook, yes. So, yes, we had to slightly change the date. So, uh, yeah, but we still eventually got out there, yes. So, you, you arrive in Gambia and... The container is waiting for you. Yes. And you start unloading all these bags and boxes and whatever. So talk us through kind of how the 
process went with the ladies. Well, excuse me, and the young girls, of course, because yeah. it wasn't just grown-ups, so to speak, was well, it? Well, the thing is, what I wanted to do was not just take bras out there. Um, I wanted to also train some ladies out there to be fitters themselves. Because, again, talking about the importance of a good fitting bra, if we take all these sizes out, and bearing in mind they started at, like, 32s up to 46s, up to, from a double A cup up to a GH cup, so many different sizes. So one of my main aims was to train some ladies out there to be fitters in the school, in the village, so we didn't and we couldn't fit every one of the 10,000 bras that wouldn't have well it felt like at the time yeah it would have been what 12 12 or 1300 a day or yeah, something yeah so well, that was one of my main aims I wanted to train ladies out there so going into the school the container was already at one of the schools because the charity has two schools now um, the first school, I believe, has about 1,500 children. Something like that. Um, yeah. And the other one is growing on a daily rate, I believe. Um, so the container was delivered and parked up ready for when we got there. So Sylvia had the key. We brought the key <laughs> with us. Um, so, yes, the first day was opening the container when um, all the bras were taken off and taken in the school, June. And the reaction of the oh. ladies, the, the young ladies and, and older ladies there that were so I'm just joining in with this. Yeah, they, they knew that we were going over. So my aim was to, first of all, fit the girls in the school because girls are vulnerable and again as you grow in I wanted to give the girls in the school the first um, of the bras so we arranged for all the bras again to be taken off the container they were put into one of the halls in sizes so like 32s bands 34 bands in all the different cup sizes um, and then the girls from the school came down in their classes to the medical room where there was myself, Leslie and Jeanette and we were the ladies that were measuring and the other group of, of ladies um, were the ones that sorted bras out. So we wrote their sizes down on a piece of paper and they went through into the hall where they were given bras and pants that we had. Now, it, it would have been a lot easier and a lot quicker, perhaps, to have just taken the bras and let them pick a bra. But it was important, I think, to get, as well as giving them the dignity of having that underwear, the right underwear get it fitted yes. that was that was a key part wasn't yes, it yes it is it that's one of the most important things i wanted to try and achieve by the trip there are other charities that have sent bras over to third world countries we were told this um, but as far as i'm aware i am the very first lady to go over to actually train other ladies to be bra fitters so yes there has been bras sent out there but they are just dumped 
on a, a sheet or a towel in the middle of the village and it's a free for all mm. people mm. will just take what they can and you know it won't be the right size but they'll squeeze themselves in it so so it's, it's kind of a, like any bra is better than no bra at all yeah. but going the next for next stage onwards the right bra yeah you know so you're giving them the dignity of having that underwear but it's their underwear oh, it's for them I know. it's not just something they've grabbed off a like you say off a sheet in the middle of the that's, the that's exactly grounds it. yeah and if you saw the faces at the time when when we gave them the bras you'd have thought you'd given them the world <laughs> it was just it was just amazing i, I did see some of the faces i must did admit they? on on facebook pic, uh, mm. posts and pictures and whatever um and you you also i think were dealing with some of the staff out there as well giving some of the female staff that's right underwear we did um we first of all measured the teachers in school because we wanted to give the teachers underwear um a couple of the teachers i trained as bra fitters so of course as the girls grow they can then be the mentors they can train they can actually pass on my expertise to actually keep that knowledge going through through generations hopefully that's what i'm hoping but yes started with the teachers and then it was the older girls so up to 17 18 going down in the class size so we did get to a point where the very young girls that were 10 11 and 12 they needed bras they'd started to develop now that's the age where they do feel very conscious of themselves Mm. Mm. but i didn't have bras small enough for them june i should have given you a few more of mine (laughs) 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 no even even i'm not that small anymore i'm fairly small but uh, yes um that kind of um almost pre-puberty yes. size or just coming into puberty size but going and thinking about girls and young ladies that i've measured my youngest girl i've ever measured was nine and she definitely definitely needed a bra so girls are developing younger and they are very self-conscious so you know i i personally am very very passionate about young young ladies wearing a bra and wearing a correct size bra and the style of bra for them so over the week that you were there we'll come to in a a few minutes about one or two of the other things you did but over the week that you were there about how many of those ten thousand do you think you actually physically gave away gave to the ladies Uh, what they all went they all they all went they all went going into the school we we uh fitted the girls like i said but then there were other people that were coming in the school that we fitted we gave them bras for their mums even if they were non-wired they could possibly take a a bra for their mums so we went to two schools and then we went in one of the the big villages where there are thousands and thousands of of people live there they live in mud huts there could be five or six seven members um, of the family living in one room we walked around this village 
um it was right next to a rubbish heap where you could see the steam coming off it was just unbelievable i think i had every emotion i showed every emotion during that week june mm. i cried i laughed i didn't we leslie yeah. yeah we all did yeah yeah to yeah. see to see the difference that we have made for those ladies to give them a bra honestly leslie's really not the nail on the head giving them a bra we felt like we were giving them a bar a bar of gold mm. because Indeed. they just felt great and and, and, yeah. and basically you were giving them a different life weren't you yeah. um if, if something I, so simple yes to if us by giving them a bra that gives them their dignity back it gives them a, an awful lot of self-confidence and knowing that they are supported, excuse the pun, <laughs> yes. but supported um, health-wise, everything else. One day, I remember Jeanette measuring a lady that was uh, breastfeeding and the lady's face giving her a nursing bra, showing her how <sighs> that it unhooked for her to feed. Honestly, June, it was just beautiful to mm. see the difference <laughs> that that made and again something that over here would be to to a, to a, yeah. a, a new mum mm. would be <clears throat> just yeah. nothing really yeah. you know yeah. you, you you expect it right we're going to have another bit of music and then we will briefly find out about um some of the other things you did while you were there because <laughs> you saw some animals and all sorts didn't you <laughs> right coming up next um not particularly appropriate but this one's called what's what a man's got to do Jonas Brothers there from the charts and what a man's got to do and what a woman's got to do or what three women at the, at the moment have got to do is keep talking. We are covering uh, the trip to Gambia and very, very briefly before we get up to the news at 11 o'clock, Janice and Leslie are going to tell us one or two of the highlights non-bra related so to speak when they were in gambia some of the things they saw or did so leslie do you want to go first um yes we uh, did a day trip to um the lion sanctuary at, in senegal which was just amazing we got up close with the lions obviously we didn't touch them but we got <laughs> pretty close uh we were allowed to stand near them and actually walk with them uh which was just unbelievable to be so close to a lion was just amazing absolutely uh, sorry it was um yeah it was it was great and janice highlight for you some of the things you did again going to the uh lion sanctuary going on safari that was incredible seeing all animals in the natural habitat um walking with the lions now there is only about four places in the whole world that you can do this so in gambia there's two sets of lions that have been brought up because their parents were killed that's why these uh, lions are cared for by the keepers in this lion sanctuary so literally walking up to and down this road we had to walk with sticks in our hands we couldn't have glasses on we couldn't have sunglasses on because the lions needed to see our eyes mm -hmm. you couldn't even have any bags on if we had a what you call a, a bum bag on that's where the keepers actually keep food so you couldn't even have that on um, having a stick it makes the lions respect you because that's what the keepers do so yeah walking behind them 
amazing sounds absolutely fantastic now we are heading up to the news right now we've covered well yeah. we, we have covered gambia but we could we could have gone on for i'm sure a lot lot longer couldn't we ladies yeah so i have persuaded janice and leslie to stay with me uh, past the news for at least a little while we're not going to talk about gambia anymore um although well we are very briefly um but we have one or two other things that we want to find out from the ladies before they leave so as i say heading up to the news here on girls around town on radio new we'll also get the weather sun shining this morning it's a bit nippy out there but it is sunny we will get the news and the weather and then we will have a few more minutes to talk to Janice and Leslie about future plans. Um, mm. I think they might be going back. We are. We, we are. are. We I are. think they might be wanting more bras. Listen out, <laughs> ladies. Uh, you hear it first here on Radio New York with the girls around town and you'll hear it or at least a little bit about it straight after the news. So we are back with the two ladies in the studio with me this morning, Janice and Leslie, and we've been talking about plans for the next time. So, ladies, what do you have in mind? Well, yes, been once, got to go back again. Feel Soon that um, my job is unfinished. Um, the even, you know, I, I just want to go back. What I felt so passionate about is. Um, I've, I've sponsored um, a child in school as well um, a girl that actually she's in her teens but never been sponsored and I've trained her to be a bra fitter so she will be my go-between so any future bras or pants then Fanta will be able to measure and distribute them for me because that's something you can do can't you I mean you see ads on the TV about sponsoring a, a girl out in wherever it might be yes which is is fantastic but to actually be sponsoring somebody you've met yes that's that why know. I wanted to do it yes yes feeling and seeing feeling seeing doing these are all total emotions that I now I'm just so passionate. You can feel it in my voice to make that difference to all those girls and ladies. The day after we'd been in the village, I was told how the ladies wanted to wash, even though the bras were clean, wanted to wash all the bras and they had them hanging all over the village now wouldn't bit that like have bunting. been yeah that wouldn't that have been a fantastic shot it would have been fa- yeah fabulous so yes i've got to go again i've planned next february i'm going so a year a year's time you you thinking of going to yes Leslie? i'm going as well i feel exactly the same as janice once you've been you've seen you've experienced this it's just nothing like it and i want to go and continue uh, with that work and help these people now the, the plan as well is to slightly expand the offering so to speak isn't it you've got something else in mind besides yes. just bras going in the schools what i felt is i wanted to offer all the girls that are starting to develop a bra but i had to send girls back to the classrooms because i didn't have bras small enough so of course people have donated bras again but i'm particularly looking for band sizes of 26 up to a 32 inch band like the little crop tops that your daughters start wearing now anything like that um once you know anybody's daughter's growing 
I know with my own family, you can change sizes quite quite considerably in a year. So rather than throwing any of those bras away, the little crop tops, the little first bras, please give them to uh, us so we can take them. Just just give them a wash and drop yes. them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to make a huge difference to those young girls. Huge difference. And something else as well. Yeah. Um, some girls as well can't go to school because certain times of the month they don't have pants, which is horrific to think, like Leslie said. We put this we put our underwear on we don't give it a thought some girls just don't have access to underwear so what we're saying is any pants any unworn pants if you have any in your drawer any pants that you don't have bought them got a bra to match you wear the bra but you don't like the pants anything like that Please, there are ladies that will snap your hands off for them. So pants, so, now, now, it is important when it comes to pants that these have to be unworn, yes. n- new, as yes. in, you know, they've never been on. And we had a bit of an idea, didn't we, while we were chatting about yeah, we did, how we could persuade all those lovely ladies out there to get involved in this one. Yes. Multi-packs. If you buy a multi-pack pair of pants and there's nearly always one that you don't like the colour of or it's just not going to match anything. If you wanted to donate that one pair, one pair is going to make a huge difference to one lady. doesn't matter what size, big knickers, little knickers, but nothing too revealing, ladies, please. Mm, yes, we're not, we're not talking, um, no. what you might call them, thongs, that's the word, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and the other thing, of course, um, quite frequently when, when you're shopping for underwear, you see the buy two, get one freeze. Yes. Who needs three pairs of pants well, instantly? You know, buy the two that you want, pick yeah. a third one, that, pass it on. Anything like that will be wonderful. I was so upset when we were giving bras out to the hotel staff. Even the manager, June, in the hotel, she had one bra to her name that she'd found in a bundle of clothes and two pairs of pants two pairs of pants that's all she owned and she didn't want to wear them too many times because she didn't want to wear them out so certain times of the month that was when she wore her pants so it's just it it's really hit me hit me hard how much we have and to make a tiny bit of difference for these ladies out there in Gambia. So so people can start donating bras, particularly the small sizes. Small sizes, yes. Um, and they can also start donating pants so long as they are unworn. Yes. Any time they like, as soon as yes, they like. Yes. yes. There are two trips going out to the Gambia uh, before we go again. Um, there's a trip going out in April, Leslie. April, yeah. April, yeah. And there's another trip out in November before we go out in February next year. So if there are any and we can give them to the charity for the volunteers who are going, they will be able to squeeze some in their luggage because there is a certain amount of extra luggage allowance allowed for charities. But yeah, it, it makes a huge difference to their lives everything about it the dignity it's it just take 
yeah, I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words, June. <laughs> Never so, you, Janice. <laughs> so certainly in the short term, they can. Uh, uh, anybody who has um, bras, especially the small sizes, or unworn pants, they can drop them to the charity shop in the arcade yes. in Newark. Yes. Um, and then at a later date, we'll be doing the big call out again. Yes. When you go back, if anybody knows me or follows me on Facebook, to send me a message message maybe any collection points drop off points that popped up last year would be happy to do it again Mm -hmm. Uh, i just want to give a big shout out for everybody everybody who helped in any way shape or form last year you're all incredible and you certainly have made a huge difference to everybody ordinarily ordinarily i would say to you would you like to give individual shout outs but i think we'd be here for the rest of the day wouldn't we with <laughs> all so the different many. people that were involved so so, so if you were involved in any way shape or form in helping to bring all these bras together and get them out to gambia and go out to gambia and fit all these ladies that shout out was for you absolutely, absolutely. and we're just sorry that we couldn't call you all by name <laughs> Now, Janice, I know you and, and, and Leslie too, you need to be getting away. So just very, very briefly, we're going to go off Gambia. And um, you had another little success lately, didn't you? <laughs> oh, my word, Jean. Um, Are you talking about my competition? I am, indeed. Yeah, wow. I can't believe I did it myself. Um, I entered a national competition last November. It was just before we went over to the Gambia um, for entrepreneurs or new business owners to talk about your business, promote your business um, idea. Um, and I was a finalist. And did, was that when you went to the House of Commons? Did, did you do the, the did. presentation at the House of Commons? Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The eight finalists went to the House of Commons um, in Sir Winston Churchill's boardroom and we had to pitch our businesses um, in front of four judges and one of the judges was Rachel Eleanor of Dragon's Den. Um, 150 invited guests from businesses um, in the City of London and yeah I thought what can I do to be memorable? I, I think I know what's coming. <laughs> um, I decided that to talk about the importance of wearing a good fitting bra, I decided to put a bra on over the top of my dress. Well, but you've been there, done that before, because you did it in the studio here. On I po- did We've do. got a photograph on our Facebook page <laughs> of you doing it, yes. Yeah, I did. So, yes, um had to do a two-minute pitch in Sir Winston <laughs> Churchill's boardroom uh, and I had a, a bra on over the top of my dress. I did talk about my new business venture, Janice Rose Largery, making underwear accessible for all, but also talked about my Gambia trip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think it was fairly successful, wasn't it? <laughs> um, I still have to pinch myself, June, yeah. Um, I won, I won, <laughs> yeah, I won. Um, got a grant and being mentored for the following, yeah, 12, 12 months. So, yes, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> now, I think I've seen something on Facebook of, of you going for a mentoring session. Yes, yeah. So, what kind, of, what kind of things Well, talking happen? about running a business, 
um, working for a big organisation myself for say 35 years running my own business is totally different because everything was sorted out for you when you work for a mm, big mm. organisation so everything from finance all through business um, marketing everything's all been touched on so yes learning a lot I am a quick learner but I'm also trying to like I say get out and talk about underwear a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) and why not ladies it's been lovely to have you both in um thank you Leslie in particular it's it's great to have you in for the first time we will look forward to hearing more about not only the mentoring side of things from Janice but also how things progress with the Gambia with the next Gambia trip um if it was if it if it was if I were going then I'd already have my packing list sorted out because I tend to plan ahead you know um and if you've ever heard me talking about going on holiday I have a spreadsheet a holiday packing spreadsheet which comes out generally speaking the minute i book a holiday which i normally do about nine months in advance sometimes more it's color coded it's um separated out into different sections like there's one for the handbag that i will be carrying when i get on the plane there's one for the hand luggage there's one I'm not that organized <laughs> so, you know if, if you need any um assistance in planning your personal packing for the <laughs> oh, trip. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> you know where to come. Bras and, and it, pants. <laughs> yes, bras. Yeah, it's, bras it's easy actually, really, isn't it? Yeah, you know, bras, pants, bras, pants. Um, I haven't got a holiday planned at the, at the moment anyway um, for this year. I was hoping to um, go to northern Italy this year to Milan, but obviously at the moment that is not a destination to be planning to go to um so i've got a bit of free time you know and i've got a free um spreadsheet we've got going a free week to... in, in february <laughs> <laughs> if i can find somebody to step in here maybe i would be able to right um as i say it's been lovely to see you um, thank you and, very much um, yes, well done you. for an amazing amazing venture last november good luck for the next one um I'm going to play a bit more music now, and it's quite appropriate in in a way, because um, you're about to leave, and I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do when you're gone, which is the name of the next piece of music. You are listening to Girls Around Town here on Radio New York with me, June Rollins. I am now here in the studio on my own. Just a quick reminder for anybody who may have tuned in this morning, hoping to hear me talking to Vanessa Anthony about crystals and crystal healing unfortunately vanessa had to cancel or not cancel postpone her visit she will be coming in at a later date to cover that subject but um you have me for the next all 36 minutes um and i've got one or two things i want to talk to you about so that will be fine we will chat away quite happily until 12 o'clock when i hand over the desk and all the buttons and the headphones and all that sort of thing and of course the kettle to our good friend mr johnson who will be doing his usual sunday lunchtime show immediately after me while i think about it let's look ahead to next weekend Roslyn is back on the show with me next weekend and also back on the show next weekend will be coach Kathy Bab oh dear coach Kathy Babington Kathy is our mind your own business guru and we will be talking about 
different things to do with small businesses. If I remember rightly, I think the subject um, at the sort of top of the list for next weekend is identifying your finding your real clients um there's something called an ica an ideal client avatar and kathy's going to be explaining what that is so if you're a small business person who would like to know how to make sure you are targeting the right people when you're looking for clients you need to be listening this time next week when Kathy will be in the studio with myself and Roz. Right, let's have a bit more music. Uh, what have we got coming up next? We have got... Um, oh dear. We've got George Ezra and this one is called Paradise. Now, we have another... Uh, um, um, improvising here since our second guest of the day hasn't been able to pop in i was going to talk about this anyway but i've got somebody on the phone an old friend fingers crossed is going to well, an old friend to the girls around town that is um is on the end of the line and fingers crossed she is going to be talking to us in just a moment her name is wendy baird from carriages wendy can you hear me I can indeed, yeah. Great, and I can hear you too. Now, Wendy, you've got something going on down there at Carriages, and it's actually related to one of the guests that we had on the show not so long ago, a lady called Claire, who is in uh, the leading light, as it were, in a, a rather large group called Eco Warriors, isn't she? Isn't she? Yes. yes. Um, tell us what is it, because, in fact, I was going back through some, um, when I messaged you earlier, I saw your previous message to me, and it was actually on the day that Claire came into the studio, and you said, get, it, get in touch with me. And we did, and this is what's <laughs> happened. So, tell exactly. us what's going on this morning and into this afternoon down at Carriages. Okay, well, from uh, from 11 o'clock until 3 o'clock today, we've got um, we've got Claire busily sorting through codes that people are bringing in and um, swapping them for codes that somebody else has brought in. Um, the idea is that, um, you know, with fast fashion being as it is at the moment and, um, you know, the, the Eco Warriors brand is um, to promote reusing and, and uh, recycling and sharing each other's things because you know the old adage of one man's rubbish is another man's treasure um <laughs> it's coming to play today really and, and, and it's great fun it's, it's it, there's a lot of people here uh, so so it's already busy i mean you've been going for what 30 minutes or so now so yes, it's already busy yes. it is it is yeah it's wonderful and we've got another couple of um, we've got three stores as well that are all eco um oriented. we've got a lovely lady that um karen from love of earth who's got um, what, oh, some amazing eco and vegan-friendly products here. Um, they're, they're, they're staggeringly lovely. And, um, and Hilary, I think another old friend of, um, of, of yours, with uh, Ginny Rawson Textiles. So yes. She's got some mm-hmm. homemade um, textiles, but also some wonderful jams and, and uh, marmalades, which I've tried before, and they are... <laughs> Every time she comes, I have to buy a jar. She's got to be a fortune. And, um, and uh, another lovely lady, the first time we've met her, uh, Vanessa, um, and she's doing refillable makeup and skincare. So, um, you know, fitting absolutely perfectly with the ethos of the day. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, yeah, what a great idea, hey? We could just refill rather than buying more 
more and more bits of stuff that have to go into the bin. Definitely, um, and, and, and the very much part, as you say, the eth- behind, uh, part of the ethos behind Claire's group that, um, you know, just recycle reuse don't throw away um and also um a a very big thing of of claire's ethos is picking up rubbish as we know um, and recycling bins around the town i know that she's got a petition or you've got a petition being signed which is coming i think very close to its deadline i think it's closed i think it's actually closed closed, 700 um of the thousand that she was after um, people that supported her, which is a fantastic achievement in such a short time. Very much so, yes. Um, yes. And although it's it, although it's three hundred short, I get the feeling that the council are still going to listen to what she has to say. And um, from a, a post that I read this morning, um, I've not had a chance to speak to Claire about it personally, <laughs> but I did see her post saying that the uh, the council may be considering her request. So, fantastic. Yeah, That's brilliant. Yeah, so, isn't it just? Yes, yeah, very very powerful lady she is. Now, I am guessing that um, admission to the event down at Carriages this morning, this afternoon, is free, but I bet that there are lovely coffees and cakes and other things that people could be tucking into. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, I just must mention also, we do have a food bank um, donations bucket as well, which uh, uh, Jenny... um, Jenny popped in yesterday, yes. so, mm-hmm. so if anybody was passing by and uh, fancied um, bringing some of their store cupboard favourites out that probably been sitting a little bit longer than they are ever going to be used, I know we've all got something lurking in the back of our cupboard. <laughs> Definitely, but, uh, yes. <laughs> you know, we thought it was going to be a good idea at the time and it's still there, you know, probably well within date, but um, probably dusty. <laughs> right just, now um again y- you are um an old friend and a regular visitor to girls around town but just in case anybody a little bit further afield than than here in newark um is planning to come into the town um yep. and they don't know where carriages is just remind okay. them well we're very easy to find because we're at newark castle railway station we're actually on platform one so it's impossible to miss us and um, and the bonus today is that our parking is free to our customers. So there's plenty of parking because the railway is normally very quiet on a Sunday. Yes, yes. And um, so uh, so we can offer free parking if anybody's passing through and wants to pop in and, and take a look. Although saying that the railway is pretty quiet, anybody who's coming in on the train, either from the Newark direction or, uh, sorry, the Nottingham direction or the Lincoln direction, yep. they literally just hop off and... If they're coming from Nottingham, they've got to cross um, over the crossing. But if they're coming from Lincoln, they're on your doorstep, aren't they? Well, they, they hardly have to move. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a very lazy Sunday morning. <laughs> a few steps and they're in the door. So, uh, so yes, very very easy to find, very easy to reach by train. And, and if anybody's listening, um, particularly ladies out there who um, didn't know about the event, but they do have things in their wardrobe that they were thinking of uh, donating to a charity or, or getting rid of or whatever... Um, um, and they would still like to come and do the. They call it swishing, don't they? Swishing, uh, yes, yeah, swishing. Term I've heard before. Yes, yes. yes if, if they'd like to come and swish with you, can indeed. they still do it? Can they still pop down and bring their things now? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, there is a maximum of ten items per person, but that can also be books or shoes or handbags, um, as well as clothes. So um, the, the bookstore is is looking quite busy as, as people sort of trade their. <laughs> 
the books that they've read. I guess that's always a big thing with me, you know. I mean, I, I quite mm. like to read. And, mm. um, you know, I'm a favourite sort of charity shop uh, book hoarder. <laughs> But um, I've, I've managed to bring in ten books this morning, which I'm hoping that will replace my and replace my stock. I've read them, and what do you do with the book that you've already well, read? Well, quite. <laughs> I have. Um, I am a, a massive reader. I mean, I can get through um, six, eight books in a week. Sometimes really? so I read late at night to get off to sleep. Sometimes I read very early in the morning if I'm awake before I need to be getting doing things. I, I use the library a lot because if I oh, bought every idea. book that I read, I wouldn't be able to move in my house. Um, <laughs> so what I tend to do is I will take books from the library and support yeah. your local library. Very, very important. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But if I get something which I think this is one of the best books I've ever read, then I will mm. buy it and put it on yeah. my bookshelf. So my bookshelves, if you came into my living room, you'd think, well, she doesn't read very much um, yeah. because my bookshelves are quite sparse. But oh, it's no, because it's everything library. that's on there, I know I'm going to read again. Mm, that's a good idea. Yes, yeah. I like that. That's yeah. a really good idea. And to support the libraries as well. Yes, absolutely. Because, um, you know, we're losing them rapidly yes we are indeed i mean i i can't i can't believe that they haven't granted me a loyalty card because i <laughs> i spend so much time in there they know me by name um uh, i've even phoned them when i've been away on holiday in italy about something before now we, we're kind really? of like buddies you know so yeah uh, so well, that's nice that's something to be proud of it I is think. In yes i think so. where it's everything's sort of given to us by computer i think it's my to actually have a book in front of you isn't it and, absolutely um, i mean I, I do have a kindle app on my laptop but i tend not to use it very very often because i like the feel of a real book me too yeah, me too and i lose focus if it's um if it's on the phone i guess especially because being on my phone all the time with different things anyway it's quite nice to put that down for a while mind you i have to admit just lately i've been a, a couple a few of the books that i've been um I pre-order quite a lot from the, the library, um, which is fantastic. You know, 30p to pre-order a book. Um, I've, I've started going for the hard, the um, the hardback, large print versions because they're they're a lot easier to read late at night. <laughs> Unfortunately, I know only too well what you mean. <laughs> even with even with my um, my specs on, sometimes yeah. particularly late at night, you do when struggle you're when you're trying to read a paperback. So uh, the yeah. large print ones are awesome. <laughs> they yes, really are. They are. They are indeed. <laughs> oh dear, uh, Wendy, it's been lovely to talk to you. The best of yeah, luck thank with you. Thank you for um, the rest of the day. Um, as we said before, the event is open till three o'clock this afternoon. Uh, it's at Carriages Cafe, which is at Platform One on uh, New. Castle Station and if you have things in your wardrobe um, or things on your bookshelf that you would like to swish in aid of um, helping this fantastic group in their move in their efforts to stop waste stop um, people throwing things away then get yourself down there um, and you can have a good cup of coffee and a cake while you're there as well wonderful lovely to talk to you when Great to see you soon. All yeah, right. we will indeed. Um, okay. Bye-bye. Bye for now.